T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Joining us now on the Ben and Skin Show, uh, we always enjoyed talking to him when he was here the first time, and now he's back for an encore. It is Dallas Cowboys running back, Alfred Morris. How you doing, Alfred? I'm great. How about yourself? Doing awesome. Um, and so you're out here. You got the call. You're in the mix now, and you're enjoying Vin- uh, Ventura and Oxnard weather. I'm assuming you're back in the DF dub when they called you, right? I, I was. Yeah, yeah, I was uh, on 35. Uh, actually, no. Uh, I corrected. When I, I was on 35 driving to go work out, I work way down Midlothian. I stay up by okay. Denton, so okay. it's like an hour plus drive for me, but uh, I like the gym outlet, so um, they do some good training. Actually, New Orleans called me first, and okay. it was like it was like a, probably like 11 or so. He's like, hey, can you make a 12-20 flight? I'm like, I can try. I was like, I need to get my cleats. So my wife met me like off of 35, dropped my cleats off. I was able to shoot over to Love and uh, make a flight. So I work out for, I get to New Orleans, I do a workout, and right after my workout, Dallas calls. Um, so it's kind of like, he's like, you don't have to work out, we just want to bring you in, we're going to sign you, you know, and it's like, all right, and I have a choice to make. So <laughs> they actually called me while I was in New Orleans. Wow. So so what is that like? Because I know for me, like if I'm at the barbershop and I go to the same person all the time and then I switch up at the last minute, I feel guilty. Like, And so <laughs> when you're taking the call from the Cowboys, are the Saints looking at you going, bro, uh, what? Uh, they, I don't even think they knew about it, honestly. I, I thought they did. That's not my job. But <laughs> So I thought they knew what was going on. So it was easy to make a decision, stay in New Orleans or um, take off and go to Dallas. So, um, But even before Dallas, even became an option um i just i'm a man of faith so i flucked the lord it was like go back to dallas and i was like you sure about that and he's like yeah go back and i was like all right so but then so i'm gonna be obedient and i was like when the dallas option comes I, i'll take it but in the midst of it when i did have the opportunity is either stay in New Orleans. i fought myself really hard to want to just stay in new orleans and just see what happens there because the previous year new orleans reached out to me to bring me for workout and i turned it down and this year i kind of wanted to turn it down again but for whatever reason, i was like you know what let's go you know i'll go mm-hmm. do it and uh, it was a good workout and um so yeah so i just made the decision to be obedient to come to dallas but i don't feel guilty because this at the end of the day it is a business and i feel like you have to do what's in your best interest i can i'm sure guys kind of at the last minute pulling out going to a different team uh the times they've done that a lot less from a time when teams say like hey yeah we bringing somebody we're gonna cut you because we're bringing this other guy in you know it that's just the you know the nature of the business that we're in you know there's no loyalty and i think that's a side that fans don't really get to see the the dirty you know like it's kind of like going to butcher you see those nice cuts out on display but you don't see them butchering that cow all the blood all the you know just <laughs> all the guts and stuff yeah. they have to like come, you don't see that part of it and yeah. that's sometimes i think that's why it's hard for fans understand why a guy will leave and go somewhere else or you know vice versa it's sure. just yeah this it's a dirty business <laughs> I, uh, I mean that uh facetiously you know sarcastically that, that no team has any right to be butthurt or you have no reason to feel guilty i was just curious if they were sitting there going hey what do you think you're gonna sign and you're like hey man i gotta go uh and god you know if god was leading you to the cowboys it's an indication god loves good offensive line play <laughs> look, at, look at how he healed travis frederick he wanted him to be back <laughs> so uh being a being a running back and, and being able to choose different places to go 
how impactful is that just knowing that this offensive line is ridiculous uh it's it's, it's amazing you know i I've, I've ran by behind some decent old linemen i ran, I ran behind some pretty bad old linemen but i love them all the same um they they do a great job they they keep defenders off of us and i, I love that and then you have a what is some deemed the best old line in, in the business you know that's you kind of lick your chops at that you know it's like man you can't like you might not have a chance to run behind this O-line, you know. So it's, it's been a – and they're all awesome, you know, from from Travis to Zach to, to Tyron to LC, you know, all of the guys. They're just amazing. So uh, the great personality work their butt off, you know. So I really appreciate them. How much time do you put in researching or talking to your agent about what the offensive system is that you're going to go to? Does that matter to you as much? No, it doesn't. I feel like I can fit into basically any offense. I know I've had a lot of success in, like, zone-type offenses, but in college I was a pro I. That's what we ran. Our main play was Pyro. We ran 36-37 Pyro, which was uh, um, basically a full sale. Um, so, yeah, it was. Uh, I, I can basically fit in any offense, and even if the team wants to go to a bunch of gun runs, so I can do that as well. Um, so I, I really don't even factor that in. It's more so just a uh, chance, opportunity, mm-hmm. just looking at the depth chart, seeing, like, what are you competing against? Like, oh, is there a chance? Like, a lot of times it's not competing against the players. It's pe- competing against the politics of it. So, like, say, okay, they have a guy they have solidified. Then they have another guy they pay decent money. Not going to let that 4 or $5 million sit on the, side, the sideline whether you're better than that person or not. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's like, man, I'll be competing for, like, three or four, basically, you know, instead of trying to compete for snaps, getting on the field, you know, regardless what scheme they use use like oh we use multiple backs of this it really doesn't matter because sometimes you're competing against the politics of the game right and you have to take that into account you know so and uh i think that's the interesting part and it's another side that a lot of fans and people who are not in those rooms really see that aspect of it so how different is this scheme now than it was when you're here is it is it a twin is it identical is nothing changed or is it is it different at all there, there are differences but i mean honestly there's nothing new under the sun how many times can you you know write you know Rewrite anything. It's an offense, offense, a defense is defense. You only get it. There's only certain plays you can run, whether it's zone, whether it's you know power, you know guts, whatever it is. It really doesn't matter. It's still the same. Call it something different. You put a different name on it. Put a different number on it. Some teams call it 13. Other teams call it 23. Some teams call it 30. Some some you know it could be 90s. It really doesn't matter. It's the same thing no matter what offense I've been in. There's little nuances that change from team to team, from scheme to scheme that kind of make it what they want. You know even some of our blocking schemes and things. Uh, uh, West Coast offense is a lot different say when I was with Shanahan um, they're a lot different like our front IDs uh, compared to so say it's like uh, here you can have like an oversink um, so the, the it just basically means that there's the Sam is in the ball in the box, the wheel is on the ball. So it's, it's a sink, you know, over front. And I think that's pretty elementary if you know anything about football. <laughs> but then in, um, in uh, the West Coast, we, we, it's 47s, it's 49s, it's 59s, it's, you know, it's numbers compared to words. So it's, it's, it's the same thing. It just right. looks, it's just they serve it a little differently, you know, but it's the same thing. So uh, there's not many differences. Uh, offense is offense, but there's a little nuances that you have to learn uh, about this this scheme that they're running. So It seems like some of the nuances pre-snap, like how can we make it to where it's not so predictable, where the defense doesn't know what's coming. And have you ever felt like that here or anywhere else where, you know, maybe just a game at a time, but where you're like, man, they know exactly what we're doing. <laughs> yes, uh, plenty of times in uh, Washington, literally they would be – calling out like they're running left and i'll be and i try not i don't show it but in my head i'm like how in the world they know they we're actually running left and they're like confident it's not like they're running left i think I you think. know it's like they're running left and i'm like they're going this way and i'll be like son of a gun like how do they know that you know like so i have had experience that um i 
I've experienced that and it, it's kind of sucks and it kind of like so much more like so man here we go you know like this is probably gonna be a bad play but sometimes you can use that against guys as well because they overplay it and then you find that's where zone comes in it's really amazing because if guys overplay it that's all you're doing you're trying to create someone you're trying to get people out of their gaps get, sound defense are, are gap sound defenses if you can get one person out of the gap especially if you run a zone scheme you you have a win you know that is a positive game so that's what you want you want people to get displaced so they kind of know it's coming it kind of helps but usually it does doesn't, but like it, it helps <laughs> Good, when they don't yeah. know where it's at, where the ball is coming. So <laughs> we're talking Alfred Morris here on the Ben and Skin Show, one hundred five three, the fan. So can you kind of describe what Dak Mania was like? Because you were here for his rookie year. <laughs> yeah. uh, so what? What? Like, what were you thinking about all that? Because you've seen how hard this game is on rookies. Yeah. I was excited for him even before he got the start. Um, I actually was talking. I just saw things in him that I don't know. Just he was mature beyond his age. You know, like most rookies come in, it can be immature at times. They don't really know, but he just seemed like he got it. And I just felt him like, man, like this kid's gonna be something. He can be something special. And I always tell him like, man, like keep working hard. Don't ever, you know, get comfortable. It's like complacency. Once complacency set in, your fall is gonna start. It's like don't ever get complacent. Work hard. You know, keep driving. And I'll have these little talks. I don't even know if he remembers this. You know, but I was like, because I locked was next to each other and I took multiple I took most of my snaps with him because mm-hmm. you know he was running the second team because Roma was here still and so I kind of like would, we would have conversations a lot like near the lockers and you know in huddles and stuff like that so I would always but I just saw he like God he's, re, he's still very mature and I can tell he's still working on his game and it, I'm sure if you ask him if he's where he wanted to be he'll tell you probably tell you no you know, we always want – it's always room for improvement. We always want to get better. So, But I just see him. He's still the same kid. You know, he's still working hard. He's still um, just – he's out there. I just love watching him work, honestly. So, Was there any surprise at all? I mean, because obviously, you know, your locker's next to him. You're not expecting him to play as a rookie. There's Tony Romo here. And then the injury I, happens. I actually expected him to play. You did? If I mean, like, I, I just – it was a feel thing. And I just was like, man, this kid's going to play this year. Like, he's going to do really good well to you. So that was a little different. But it was more so just I felt it. You know, mm-hmm. I couldn't say, like – He's going to play because X, Y, Z. I was like, this kid's going to play. And that's what I, I just thought it was like. Maybe I should like kind of just try to impart some you know wisdom into him while I can. Did he receive it? I don't know. You know, but I like, but he's still the same Dak to me. Um, I mean, I think he's improved on the field as well. But I, like I said, I don't think he, he would say, I'm where I want to be. Because mm-hmm. we're always trying to get better. You know, there's right. no in-between. There's no gray areas. Like, oh, I'm, I'm stagnant. No, no, you're getting better, you're getting worse. That's kind of like a saying around the league. But um, no, 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 I, I knew he was going to play. Uh, without a doubt. So whatever I don't I just felt it and I was like this is gonna play. So let me try to like just you know, just take away at him little by little and just see if he can get some of this stuff. But like I said, he was always very mature and just uh well spoken and he just handled himself like a veteran. So I can only imagine him in, you know, two, three more years. It's gonna be amazing to watch. So I'm excited for him still. Yeah. So what is uh, your relationship like with Zeke and have you talked to him since you've been here? No, I haven't talked to Zeke at all. Um I mean I don't talk to many guys. I've like I say, Doug Baldwin, for instance, I grew up, we played Pop Warner, and I mean, he's not retired, but he's kind of retired now, but um, I, I don't even talk, call and talk to him, so I, I, I know that the season uh, is kind of can be stressful, it's, it's a lot on us, a lot on your plate, so I try to leave you guys alone, if I'm being honest, so if I see you in know, the season, that's a different story, but during the season, I don't bother you, and then even now, I'm sure with the contract negotiations, and I'm sure he wants to be on the field, but he also wants to, you know, kind of protect his future, protect his value moving forward, so he has to make, you know, hard decisions, and that, that's tough, sometimes we have to make hard decisions if we feel that's what's, what's the right thing to do. What what does he feel? I don't know, but I, I would not even bother. I wouldn't even you know text or reach out to him just because I can only imagine what's going through his head and what he's dealing with. So I wouldn't want to add to any of that stuff. And so I just I leave it be. And 
that's where it's going to be. So, <laughs> yeah. What do you What do you make of just the devaluation of the running back position throughout the game? Um, it all goes full circle. I mean, this is not new. You know, I remember back in the day when I was you know young and before I even got to college and stuff like when Adrian Peterson had the hundred million dollar contract and things like that. It, it all goes through. There's certain positions that stay valuable. They they value all the time. Quarterbacks, you know, left tackles, D tackle. You want to pass rush you because you want to get the ball. The ball is important in this game. So when you have guys like that, they're always going to be valued. But every other position, it always kind of goes in circles. You have safety sometimes get paid, and then sometimes it's the you know the other D lineman that pay, maybe not the, the sack monsters, but maybe it's a hole plugger. Then you have receivers getting paid at times, and it's like the centers and the guards, you know, and it's just like kind of the running backs, and it just goes with. Eventually, it's going to come back around. You know, it goes full circle, and eventually will be valued the way we should be once again. I think it's slowly kind of ticking there, but it might. It's kind of like the market. It might. You think it's going to happen? It's like then it drops, and it, but eventually it's going to go back. Eventually they're going to revalue us, and I think that's really important. And I think some of these guys doing what they're doing, um, you know, to let like, hey, we're valuable, you know, like pay us what we're worth. I think them doing that is like, even if they don't receive the benefits, it's like say today, but years down the road, the future, the guys who are still in college or maybe even high school will benefit from what they're doing today. So I'm, I'm thankful. Um, so, I mean, my time would be gone. Uh, at some point, you know, I can't play this game forever, but I'm thankful for some of these guys and what they're doing um, to set up for the future to come, to revalue the running back. Not to put it too far in the future, but wh- where do you see yourself doing in 10 years? 10 years? I don't know. I'm a big businessman. I, uh, <laughs> so another thing, I just, I, I really, I didn't go to school for business. I was a kinesiology major, basically. Um, and it wasn't easy. A lot of people were like, oh, you leave, like LP. Like, no, don't insult my major. Like, my, yeah. it was hard. It was a lot of work. And I enjoyed it. I love the human body. That's a whole other story. But um, I think in 10 years, I've been in the business world. That's nothing I feel the Lord told me. I was going to be doing business. And I'm like, I don't know nothing about business. You know, I don't know anything about the business world. But I've had so many people pour into me. Um, just, man, last three or four years has really poured business knowledge into me. And I appreciate it. And one more specifically is actually a former NFL player. So I don't think he wants to be known. So I'm going to just leave it alone. But he's been pouring a lot into me. I actually met him at the NFL Business Academy, which is a program that the NFL puts on that you can apply for. Uh, I mean, you don't have to reply. It's not like going to decline you. Right. It's a program that they offer. And I I did it one year. I met him there. And uh, we kind of built a relationship from there. He's just been pouring so much into me. So I'm really thankful because someone with that vast knowledge in business world people charge they charge by the hour you know like my i know a guy a player who charges he does a lot of dunkin donuts and some other franchises he has quite a few he charges for for him to uh consult you twenty five hundred dollars an hour man Kid oh not, yeah and people pay it. That's like, good scratch. And his thing, he was like, if they don't want to pay it, that's fine. He's like, but I feel like that's 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 one of the things, knowing your worth. He's like, he know right. what his knowledge is worth. He know, like, the skin he has in the game, what he's learned. And he's like, I can save you from the pitfalls, but if it's, it depends if it's valuable to you or not. So, and I think that's, that that can relate to anything. Like, know your worth, you know. And I think that goes back to these running backs and someone sitting out and doing what they feel like they have to do is knowing their worth. Like, this is what I'm worth. If you're not willing to pay for that, that's okay. Somebody else will, you know. And yeah. I think that um, kind of goes hand in hand. So. So, anyways, but yeah, so <laughs> like business. Yeah. That's uh, that's enlightening stuff. He's a running back, a good dude, and a future businessman. Alfred, thanks for the time. Thank you. Thanks for having me. There he goes. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.